Welcome to the 13th episode of Another Side of Fear. I am your host, Wisdom Walters. As always on this podcast, we talk about ways to strengthen our mind and our money. Why? To help us get over ourselves and create the freest life for ourselves. How? By seeking our choices and not control. That's what this podcast is all about. If you didn't know, I'm going to make sure I say it in the beginning of each episode for this season. I've really missed you all though on here. I mean, just hopping on here talking to you all has just been a great relief for me. I just really feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But in this time that we had off, I hope you all had a chance to catch up on some episodes, do some readings of the stories that I shared last season, reflect on some of the information, check out some of the references that were shared all while we were apart because we're gonna need that as we progress. You're gonna need that as you progress in life. So I hope you all had the time to do that. I've been studying and working on new projects and collaborations that I'll be able to share really soon. So I can't wait for that. Don't forget to review and rate our podcast wherever you listen. That's very important. If you need instructions on how to do that, just send us an email and then we could reply back and then share how to do that on your platform. Always remember you can contact us at anothersideoffear.com. That's our web address. And then also Instagram, we have another side of fear. And then Twitter, another side F1. There you'll be able to get quotations from different things that I feel is inspirational daily, as well as different things that's going on. Um, Different businesses are highlighted there. So it's just a great way for us to communicate and share the advances that people are doing on this side of fear. All right, up next is our Masterpiece Mind Moment. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Ecclesiastes 7, 8. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Hmm. When you really think about that, the end of something is always the better part than the beginning is what this scripture is saying. So I want you to take a moment and think about some things in your life. Was the end better than the beginning? Is the end looking better than the beginning? But part of the Bible, it should be. So that means we're growing, we're progressing, right? That means we're learning the lessons as we go through, um, The best illustration that I can think of is Jesus' time on earth. It's far better when he died because he died for our sins, right? Then his time on earth. Yes, we love his teachings and miracles. That's how we get to know him. But the fact that he died like his ending time here, that's far surpasses to me his time here on earth. So let's go a little deeper. So I said that we were going to talk about Acts, right? Saul's conversion. So in Acts chapter 9, 1 through 19, the whole conversion is discussed. But in this particular episode, we're just going to focus on Acts 9. And then we're going to start with 10 through 16. So let's begin. Now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. 
The Lord spoke to him in a vision calling Ananias. Yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, go over to Straight Street to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tyrus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so that he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things that this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. And he is authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, go for Saul is chosen instrument to make my message to the Gentiles and to the kings, as well as to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went and found Saul. I actually went to verse 17 with that. So Ananias went and found Saul because I thought it would end better there. Okay, so there's many different lanes in this story. We got Ananias lane and we got Saul's lane and we got Judas. Now, this isn't the Judas who um, did that with Jesus. Not that Judas. It's another Judas. Sometimes, you know, they have the same name, but it's not that Judas. So we got, I just want to focus on these two different particular marathons. Ananias marathon, Saul marathon, their life journeys. Okay, so Ananias has to listen to God. He's been given instructions. So God is telling him, this is what I want you to do. He is fearful. You can hear that he's very fearful that this is going to occur because he's like, wait a minute. I've heard that this man can arrest people and he is killing all the Christians and everything. What am I to do? But God said, I got it. So he has to deal with the fact that he's been given instructions and he's nervous about it. So what does he do? But he still goes, right? So that's his lane. So he's he's faithful in this thing. Ananias is 10 toes down in this whole thing cuz he's like, "Okay, I, I got it. I'm trusting God." Um as far as Saul, which is the main person that I want to talk about today, Saul was told to go to straight street so he's listening and while he's on straight street in judas's house he's praying saul was praying to god there saul was blind he could not see so he was very dependent on others and saul was hungry and thirsty he didn't even eat for these three days so at this point saul is really focus he's focused on what God is trying to tell him to do he's trying to figure it out because Saul was one that was very he was very very secure in his religion he was taught by others the laws of religion so he held firm to that and he felt that these Christians were not being what was appropriate per the laws but once he found relationship with God when God met him on that road to Damascus that shifted everything so when you're on your journey when you're jogging on your journey when you're on your marathon it's important that you finish strong why is it important that you finish strong wisdom well the reason why it's important is because what God says in verse 
What verse is that? That is verse 15. Go for Saul is a chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to Kings, as well as to the people of Israel. So it was important that Ananias went to do these things and that Saul took God in and understood and reflected and sat with God and prayed to God to get instruction because his particular assignment was connected to so many people. So many people, so much so that it has been said in the Bible that Paul was actually second, second to Jesus in spreading Christianity. It wasn't Peter. It wasn't the rock. It was somebody that was unexpected, right? Because the disciples at that time, you would think the 12 disciples and the people that was following him would be. But no, it was somebody who was unexpected, somebody who was on the other side that was able to be turned to God. And that's how he works. That's how he works. That's how he works. So it's important that when you're in it, when you're in between, when you're confused, when you're frustrated, when you're upset. That you pray, that you take some time to remove your distractions, right? He removed his distractions. He was blind. Your distractions could be good. They could be bad, whatever. Just remove them. Remove them. Sit with him. Meet with him. Sometimes I sit at the table I sit at the table to talk and I'm going to even share this with you. I sent my children back to school so that I could have that time in a pandemic. Yeah. In a pandemic. I realize that now that that's the reason, but I needed that time. I needed that time because he said, you owe me that time. I'm supposed to have this time. And that was very uncomfortable for me. But I found peace and tranquility in God because I know ultimately that he's protecting all of us. And since I believe in him, no enemy will come over us. Right? So I think it's important for sure that you understand Saul's conversion because it helps you to understand how your background, your training, your mind, your weaknesses, your strengths, all of that is not abandoned. God takes all of that. Same God, not a different God, same God. He takes all of that and molds it to be what needs to be included for your assignment. So you have to finish strong because your assignment is going to touch multiple people. My assignment of sharing this word is going to touch multiple people. Even if it touched one person, that one person shares one person. All you need is one person. That's my goal here. And so I hope that with this particular story, you take the time as always to read the full passage beginning through the end 
And then also read some of the passages beforehand too. But it's Acts 1 through 9, 1 through 19 for chapter 9. Read that and understand it. And I hope that that gives you encouragement to finish strong. Because there's a lot of work to do. And your assignment, your particular assignment is different from mine. And it's attached to so many different people. So it's important that we, we finish strong. We finished strong. Anias' assignment was attached to Paul. Paul's assignment was attached to various people. So in a sense, Anias was attached to the others as well, right? So it's like a chain reaction, and we all have to do our part. And no matter where you are, no matter how frustrated you are, you need to just push Find a way to just push, pick up your Bible and start reading until it makes sense. Listen to a praise song, sit down and talk to God, just like how we having a talk right now. And he's there. He's there. All right. We're going to finish strong. Welcome to the Dream Pass Survival segment of episode 13. Today, we are going to talk about the different kinds of accounts that you can use to purchase your stocks, um, that you can use to purchase your bonds, that you can use for your um, retirement accounts. Those are all going to be discussed today. The ones that I found were the most common to be used. As you know, I'm not a financial advisor. I just give off the particular information that I find that I'm using, that I'm working because I believe that I am because we are. I believe in that community, that community of us sharing information. So I'm not hoarding any information. So I found it very confusing in the beginning about different accounts. So I just wanted to share those with you. So I have a couple of different accounts that I want to go over. The first one is called the Joint Tenant W-R-O-S. And basically what this one is, is where two or more adults are basically joint account holders and they have full ownership of all the accounts, right? Of The account holders all have full ownership. So maybe a couple is doing this. Maybe a group of investors are doing this. Um, that's basically what the joint tenor, tenants W-R-O-S is. The next one is the traditional IRA or traditional IRA. That one is the no tax on earnings until you withdraw in your retirement. Um, It's, of course, a retirement account. It does have tax deductibles and also penalties from the IRS for early withdrawals before the age of 59 and a half, unless you have a qualifying reason. It is taxed at ordinary income tax rate. You do have to have some type of earned income or filed a joint tax return with the traditional IRA. And there's also the required minimum distributions or RMDs. So what that means is that you're required to withdraw yearly from that. And um, that's basically the traditional IRA. 
Another account is the Roth IRA. Uh, that's another retirement account, but it's funded with after-tax contributions and the assets grow tax-free starting at the age 59 and a half. Um, you can contribute. Um, last year, it was 6000 among all your IRAs. But it changes yearly. So you just, your bank or wherever institution that you have this IRA will be able to tell you how much you can contribute per IRA annually. You can withdraw um, tax penalty free anytime with the Roth IRA. And there's no requirement minimum distributions for that as well. Um, the next one is the rollover IRA. Now that's your traditional IRA that holds money. You transfer from like your 401k, those employees accounts, like the 403b, you would just roll it over there. And then the last one is the uniforms transforms to minor act or the uniform gifts to minor act. So this one is where you would actually put money away for your children and there's no limits for it. Um, if there's any withdrawals, you just have to show that it's for your minor and the taxes are on your minor's tax rate. So it's a basically a custodial account, right? For your child. And then at the ages of 18, 25, they take over. But um, yeah, that's a good account. A lot of people are having that more so than bank accounts for their kids, um, but it just depends on your money goals for your child. Are you using that for them to have it daily or is this just way for you to put up money? So that's just another, um, way for you to put up money for your children. Okay. So those are different types of accounts. I hope that gives you some type of clarity when you're making your decisions and when you're speaking with your brokers and when you're conversating or texting with these chat people that's on these websites to get your information so that you're seeking your choices, right? To see what decisions are the best for you. All right, that's a wrap for episode 13 of this podcast. I thank you for joining me on this episode and I desire that in all things you prosper and be in good health. Always remember, wisdom lives together with good judgment, knows where to discover knowledge and discernment, common sense and success belong to me and insight and strength are mine. Wisdom is he, wisdom is she, wisdom is you, wisdom is I. Until next time, I am Wisdom Walters.